Everybody, this is Escape the Dungeon, the podcast where we ask you to join us as we explore the world beyond the world's oldest role-playing game. My name is Mike Cripps, and I will be your host and game master, and I am joined by three stellar players. Zach Brass. Hello. Dom Brass. Hi. And Nate Brass. Hello, everyone. It is me. I am Cypher. <laughs> and I am played by me, Nate. Hello, everyone. For all those who were wondering. Oh, um, man. That is my voice, and this is a game of Scum and Villainy. I have the same last name as two of the other people you may have noticed in the other five episodes. <laughs> Don't tell everyone <laughs> that. God. Well, no, it, it, they're, it's spelled a little differently, though. Each of them has a different number of S's. <laughs> um, <laughs> Each season, we will be playing a different tabletop role-playing game. This season, we are playing Scum and Villainy, a Forged in the Dark game published by Evil Hat Productions. Guys, we are on episode six of this podcast. Lucky number six, as everyone says. How how are y'all feeling about it? Personally, I never really considered six to be my lucky number. Thank you. <laughs> but it's fine. You're right, because this is actually lucky number at seven, because episode zero counts. Nope, nope, no, episode zero. Wrong. It's zero. That, it's yeah, I, I, I'm sorry to disagree with you, Zach. That's crazy. No, it's the seventh episode. It's no. the sixth episode. No, episode it's episode six, episode. six though. It's, it's nebulous. <clears throat> okay, well, whatever. It doesn't matter. There are seven files on my computer. Eight if you include the one mess up file. And I'm going to say seven because that this one friggin guy. Oh, I have seven files on my computer. I, I'm deleting files as we speak. There's so many files. It's I have no space on my computer. <laughs> well, I deleted a whole bunch of the preseason stuff, the malevolence and the, the path. I feel uh, quite betrayed, to be honest. Um you know, last episode started off, you, you casually said, oh, like, what is the the saying you say? You know, greatest pilot galaxy trademarked. And then you serve me with some punk from, from you know, this this planet. What is, what is, what is this? You've betrayed me. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. He didn't even know what the saying was before he wrote the story. <laughs> Well, here's the thing. I thank you for for giving me so much credit, Nate. Uh, yes, I am a good game master, um, which is why I've emotionally affected you uh, so much with with that <laughs> end of last week's episode. But before we get into that, I you know I wanted to check in on how we think we're doing. I mean, obviously, I'm doing great because. Like Nate just said, uh, he was so, so emotionally affected. Um, 
But Nate, what do you think the worst part of this podcast has been so far? And why is it Dom? What? I just, I don't think he's really committed to Gorpheus's addictions hard enough. Yeah, yeah. It felt like, I mean, if he was really committed, he would have overindulged in his vice last episode like you and Zach did. I, I did! That's mostly what I'm saying, yeah. I think if he was really, um, really committed, he would have went and got an eight ball from the dealer down the street. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I did, I took the vice action twice and this is what i get i'm like just because i didn't lose money or freaking get people wanting to kill us i'm sorry i really screwed the we don't know anybody wants to kill us yet yeah and i didn't lose money we just owe people money you're bad crewmates okay dom if if you're not the worst part of this podcast hypothetically then then what is what 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 <laughs> yeah what's the worst part of our podcast it's definitely nate <laughs> he's he's insane he's a crazy person i can't can't work with this man <laughs> oh man that's crazy <laughs> i think i've pulled together every heist and really really carried the team carried the team yeah honestly in our whole one heist uh, I, I don't know about that uh crash was pretty influential don't get me wrong there was some important uh contributions from other members of the party but uh i don't know it's clear who the leader of that crew is well no yeah i mean that's literally the point of your character he's the leader of the crew i mean just because you're the captain doesn't like it's like you know it doesn't mean you were the most influential mvp of the mvp of the squad you know and it's okay not to go home with the ball and this time crash didn't but like next time you know maybe maybe but cypher you know you know he's he's going to go hard in the paint every every time. <laughs> and Gorpheus, I mean, is he going to show up? We don't know yet. Pause that thought for one minute, uh, <laughs> Nate, because I would just like to ask you, what do you think going hard in the paint means? I think it means getting the dub with, with no question. <laughs> no question, you know? Oh, man. <laughs> I'm feeling a little old for this conversation. <laughs> what does the paint refer to in that? Just out of curiosity. I mean, I think it. I I started with a basketball metaphor because our our party size is small, like a basketball team compared to like a larger uh, sport. Okay, I I just genuinely wasn't sure if you knew that was like a basketball reference or not. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. <laughs> oh my god you guys are yeah i'm no i'm so lost i got more progressively more confused as the conversation went on i was like about to be like we all know that like uh cypher is lebron or something then i just like i pulled back yeah you would have lost you would have lost me there yeah well you know that's fine we'll see because Episode six, uh, the LeBron James number 
when he was in Miami and post-bubble L.A. Anyway, you guys don't get that reference. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But of course. So, um, whatever, you guys can make stupid soccer or anime jokes and I won't get them. Um, Sweet! <laughs> yeah, well, we're gonna take it to We're so friggin' cool, what a nerd! He likes sports. <laughs> Dork. Um, anyway, you guys, you guys want to play some Scum and Villainy? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. You got me down on that episode number six thing. I'm feeling unlucky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling pretty lucky, to be honest. Yeah, I don't know, man. This is, alright. We just got served and lost a bunch of money. Yeah, you just no. He Cipher just got served. We're fine. Yeah, and what worse can happen? Welcome to the Procyon Sector. After a successful job, our bounty hunting heroes were able to spend some hard-won downtime on the ocean planet Mem. Yet this time of rest and relaxation may have been more than they bargained for. After paying exterminators to deal with a grub infestation and falling into debt with the strange Sylvester, Crash, Cypher, and Gorpheus are in desperate need of creds. But before they had the chance to find gainful employment, a knock on their door delivered a cease and desist to Cypher from their old rival Choss. What could this possibly mean for the future of the crew of the Phoenix 13? So I would like to pick up this week more or less where we left off. I imagine in like the cramped little kitchen that you guys have on the Phoenix 13, there's like a single round table that you don't even have chairs around. You just have like crates and barrels uh, and, and other pieces of junk that you sit on. A crash is probably like up sitting on the one little square of kitchen counter that you have. You're you're gathered around and you're looking over these documents that Cypher has been given. Cypher, you have received a uh, legal notice, a cease and desist from Choss. Oh, you and you have a history with Choss. And and he's saying in these documents that if you don't immediately stop referring to yourself as the greatest pilot in the galaxy, he's going to sue you for everything you're worth and more. We're talking like a hundred creds. This, this is ridiculous. I have I have seen that. I, I, I must have. Uh, Cypher goes and, and just like is researching like on the computer and it's like what this is ridiculous I have no oh I I tried to get the pattern too soon after oh the trademark it it flipped Captain this is very bad um I must go to war with this man Go to what? <laughs> this is a, a racist pilot from the circuits. He's is a trash guy, and he used to have the trademark <laughs> greatest pilot in the galaxy, but he does not anymore. And I just love the bunch of people that I am 
you know, Cypher Greatest Pilot in the Galaxy, my name here is kind of growing up some steam. And um, now I have this uh, cease and desist, so we must go to war. We, mu we must defeat him. No? Cypher, I I I've been to war. It's not it's not cool. It's not as groovy as you think. <laughs> You know, it's not just like the movies, man. It's, it's, uh, it sucks. I don't know if you're talking about planetary war. Like, we're not doing that. It's just, you know. Oh, you mean just like kill? It's kind of like in the business mafia, kind of like, we gotta go to war with this guy, you know? Just like kill this, this one guy. Okay. I mean, it's not just one guy. It's going to be, a, you know, a family. <laughs> what? A family? <laughs> Wait. I gotta sign off here. I don't mean it necessarily. It's, it's not going to be like kids and stuff. It's just you know all of all of the people that will retaliate to it. You know, it's not it's not one kid. It's never one kid. You know. Uh, did somebody say family? Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not doing that this episode. That <laughs> that joke is done. <laughs> We're still on the planet. It can't be. <laughs> Isn't that the guy that we owe money to? Yeah, well, yeah, one of them. Wait, we owe money to someone? <laughs> you see, during uh, well, during our timeout, so well, I I got into a spot of trouble, but it's fine. Uh, Don't worry about it. Um, we'll all take care of it. They 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 roughed me up a little bit, but I fought them off. But unfortunately, uh, it seems we're well, we may need to pay off some. Terrible, terrible people. Oh, that's good. That's good. I mean, you know, you know what? I feel at peace now because I found the new way. So this is, this is, you know, we'll just pay them the money back. It'll be fine. Yes. How much do you owe them? Uh, well, how much do I owe them? It is, uh, you are, you have two debt, which is four creds. Uh, something along the lines of, uh, uh, well, it was about four creds. Oh! So it's going to be a, a lot of it, one of a job's paychecks, Captain. That's, uh, I think that's all our creds. Well, uh, that's fine. We'll just deal with, we'll forget about it for now and deal with it when they, uh, when we, when, after we do another job. That, that should, that should do it. We must take our jobs first. Ah, yes. This this ridiculousness cannot stand. I am the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Trademarked. Well, what if what if we arrange a race? A race to see who is the greatest pilot? Oh. I I mean, put the title up for grabs. Take it if it's really yours, you know? Winner gets it. Captain, I don't know if he will go for this. Uh, maybe you could uh, talk to his people. I mean, if we publicly challenge him, what's he going to do? Say no? It'd be kind of embarrassing for a man calling himself the greatest racer to sue somebody over the name and then refuse to race them. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think it sounds like a fun idea. We could uh, take out a giant billboard in the middle of the city. Maybe we could, you know, just go out into the street and just, like, you know, do, like, a viral you know, video thing and, <laughs> and uh, you know, call them out. And, and maybe, maybe you'll even get on one of those talk shows where you can talk about it because you'll be so viral that, you know, like, uh, you know, like the girl who ate uh, 
like three watermelons in one sitting. How she got like on a bunch of those shows, uh, and they they had her eat a watermelon right there in front of them. Yeah, Captain. Uh, is it going to be an issue that we do not have a Nexus link to uh, communicate with the outside world when we are on the ship? Well, 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 we're on the planet right now. We can just use the planetary Wi-Fi. <laughs> exactly, planetary Wi-Fi. <laughs> Every planet has Wi-Fi. Well, everybody knows that. It's just in the air. But, you know, when you're in space, there's no air, so you need a special one. <laughs> well, I mean, I do want to say, Cypher, if this isn't the way you want to confront your... Uh... No, I was just... I was, think, I was thinking that it would be a uh, fun... If we could get, like, a, a viral clip on the internet, uh, that is, that's where we're challenging... Uh, just so it is a little easier for everyone to see than a uh, billboard. Well, right in the middle of the city square, right before, right where the race would be. I mean, I just, you know, I think for dramatic effect, you know, you stand in front of the billboard while you challenge him. That would be cool. Well, let's get a challenge out there and some monitor some kind of response. And, and then we can maybe look into the billboard. I don't know. The billboard's a good challenge. The captain's making a lot of sense. How many credits do you think of billboards? Two? Surely only one, you'd think. It's only a billboard. Do we want to start with the billboard? We only need it for as long as it's until the race, you know? Hopefully we can get that moving quickly. You know, get a hold of his people. Challenge him. Publicly. You know, de denounce his name. Yeah, but let's do that before... Buying the billboard. Corpheus, you have some artsy friends, right? Do you think one of them could uh, make us like a, an animated uh, billboard? Like zoom in on my face? Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, uh, did you want to go with like a filter? Or... <laughs> I, I don't, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes the filters, they, they kind of wash me out. Oh no, that one is nice. That one is nice. There's one that gives you sunglasses, you know? <laughs> okay, so how do we want to challenge this guy? Oh, is this what we're doing? Uh, well, I mean, it seems like the only reasonable way to get this, um, you know, this lawsuit handled, because we certainly can't pay for it. And he did technically break the law. So the best way, seemingly to me, would be to just outright challenge him and beat him and earn the title for yourself. Do we have any connects to any kind of the media platforms or anything? Like anyone we know that could uh, get this stuff pushed mainstream? Mm, not that I can remember. There was that woman, Stacey Weathers, but uh, we never really made an impact with her. I wouldn't say she's a friend or contact. <laughs> hey. Yeah, right. you do not have any status with the hegemonic news network. <laughs> Well, thankfully, I think we could just make a really cool viral clip if we go and challenge him on the streets. But you need to do a trick on your, 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 um, well, you ruined your speeder. So I guess you'll have to do a trick on the ship before we, that we'll film too. And then the video, I don't know, maybe you jump out of the ship. That would be cool. About the captain, I was thinking maybe we could use some of the, uh, ship's uh, cred to fix the speeder bike. Well, I suppose. 
I do. You you do probably need that for the race, I guess. Unless he wants to race in the ship ship, but I don't think that's a good idea. Our ship's not very fast. Or, or, or we could get some personal vehicles. Wait, guys, guys, you knew I wanted the pet. I wanted a pet next. <laughs> but our, yes, I, we know you want a, a space pet, but these space pets are, are so hard to... To handle. No, I, I'll take care of it. You didn't take care of your speeder. I'll take care of a space pet. We spend days at a time on space. They need a place to roam. Let me put a pause in this conversation real quick so we can maybe talk a little bit about the game and how we can go about uh, trying to accomplish some of the things that you guys are talking about. Um, cause it sounds like you have a few different things you're thinking about. Obviously, um, one of the things that Nate was referring to was just like buying another upgrade for the ship, um, such as getting, you, you have land vehicles, personal vehicles are like their own separate thing. Um, buying permanent upgrades to your your ship um does have a cred cost i'm not sure that you guys can currently afford to buy upgrades um buying an upgrade costs three cred times the current system quality of the system related to that upgrade or if it is not uh related to a specific uh system like comms weapons shields etc um if it's not related to one of those systems it costs six cred per box on the the character sheet of that upgrade so personal vehicles i think are a one box upgrade is that they're two boxes so that would cost 12 creds to buy those as permanent upgrades to your ship that said, there are other ways to acquire permanent upgrades. You get, you can get some upgrades for more or less free when you advance your crew quality, but that's not something you guys are currently looking at doing right now. Um, you can also try to do a job to acquire specific upgrades. If you can get a, uh, a lead on maybe where you could steal personal vehicles, uh, you could try doing a job and kind of instead of getting a cred payout, you get those upgrades. Uh, okay, uh, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Um, mechanically... Since um, Nate crashed um, the land transport that we had, how does that like work? Good question. Uh, that's what I was going to get into next. Because the other things it sounded like you might be interested in are trying to repair the damaged land vehicle that you have right now. Um, and you could also try to acquire a temporary upgrade, you know, borrow it, rent it from something. Oh, perfect. So both of those things would be downtime activities. Um, you have already done your free downtime activities, but 
basically any time before you start your next job, you can spend one cred to do an additional downtime activity. Two downtime activities in particular, uh, one is called acquire assets, gain a temporary use of an asset. The asset can be um, kind of anything that makes sense. The examples of the book has are like a contractor, you know, getting uh, an expert or a gang to help you out on your next job, um, a ground vehicle or a legal ship module, uh, one special item or a set of common items for the whole crew, or a service such as transport, use of a warehouse, legal representation etc. And basically, if you do that, uh, you have to roll to see basically how good the quality is of the asset that you gain, but you have it for full use for your next job, but then that's it. The second downtime activity that you might be interested in is a long-term project. This is kind of a catch-all for any kind of long-term thing you might be interested in doing for some kind of benefit. I think repairing the damaged um, uh, hover bike would be a long-term project. Well, anyway, look, so we should... Try and challenge that guy to a race. Get a hold of a speeder bike for you to race him in. Is that what you wanted to race him in? Presumably, unless you want to race him in something else. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm grid with all vehicles. Um, I was I was, you know, I think it would be fun if we could rent some personal vehicles. I think you know, I think he he knows how to race in those. They seem, um. A bit quicker than a lander speeder um, to show off my insane reflexes. Maybe I should get on this race. I think I could take the title title of uh, greatest uh, pilot in the galaxy, trademarked. Uh, you know what, Captain? And I was just thinking, but maybe you and I should try to monetize this. Mm, that is a good idea. That is a great idea. He has so many sponsors. You go and uh, uh, do a little heist while I am distracting them with my amazing space space racing skills. Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh, I was thinking like tickets, but sure, we could do a heist. Yeah. No, you guys, you guys, you hack into like their systems. Steal all his money. Yes. Okay, that just, it seems like he'll hate us more, though, and try to kill us or something if we steal his money. Well, he, he, would, he won't know it was us. And I will have the title. Okay, so everyone wins, I guess. Do we think we could get, like, a contact uh, to help us spread the word of this race? Well, I do have a friend who is an info broker. And maybe they would broker this information to other people. I, you know what? I think it's kind of a stretch, but I really like it. I might have to smooth her up a little bit, but she, she, she normally listens after, you know, after a little while. Yeah, I mean, sure. That, that could work. Uh, do we want to steal vehicles first or something? Or do we, you know, heist them? Well, I, I think maybe it's a bad idea to have a heavily advertised 
race with stolen vehicles right that makes sense yeah no that's a good point we we may have to rent these ones so we're just going renting we're not gonna we're not gonna try to purchase maybe if we all pool all of our money i don't have any money left well if if you guys can heist all of their cash while everyone is distracted then we will have the money Okay, well, why don't we contact uh, the get your contact, uh, Captain Crash? That way we can sort of start uh, figuring out what we can do to get this guy's attention and uh, spread this uh, video. Also, does anyone have a camera? The ship has a backup camera. <laughs> oh, yeah, we can use the backup camera. I think this is a great idea. We just have to wire it up a little differently, and then we can record on it. It's fine. I know a guy who could do it. Oh my god, you know everyone, Captain Crash. This is amazing. It's a real, real simple job, apparently. There's just a USB stick in the side. <laughs> Plug it. So, 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 should I just stand here or right, uh, right, right <laughs> Hold here? On. Let me, let, let me turn on the, the ship. I'll, I'll, I'll check in the reverse. Ooh, can I do the lighting? I want to do the lighting. Uh, yeah, grab a lamp. Hold on a second. I can turn on the backup cam or the backup lights. Can you see me? Oh, can we contact this uh, this uh, broker? I think it'd be a good idea to hear what they have to say first. Uh, well, I think it definitely would make more sense for our characters to record and put out the video first. Okay, you're right. First, I think you need to acquire the 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 vehicles that you want to use, right? Am I, or am I misunderstanding what your plan is? That's no, that's a good idea. It, we can use them in the video. Ooh, could we convince someone to sponsor us? Ooh, that would be good. Oh, wait, you, you friends? Sorry, uh, you, you're friends with a, a, a gangster. We, he, he could sponsor us, probably, right? Oh, that's a perfect idea. We could, we could be the mafia's racer. I mean, just for this one race, obviously. You need to tell them that. But, but. You know, uh, maybe do we, and obviously he wouldn't say it as the mafia. He'd has some legitimate businesses, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, probably, right? Well, you know, he, he likes you. He's very rich. You could wear, you could wear a little mob hat. That could be your thing. Yeah, that could be your thing. Wait, isn't that maybe drawing attention to the mafia thing, which is what we are avoiding doing? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> you have to eat. He will not uh, sponsor me in a race. It was why I'm still not working directly for him. You know, I mean, you guys think I would be working with you if he would just sponsor me for races all the time? Yeah, I thought we were friends. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are. It's just, you know, we became friends because I was like, I need a new way to get races. I need a new way to... Uh, kind of experience this thrill, uh, own my skills, you know. Not everybody gets to uh, train with a grand Faranike. Faranike? I forgot the name and I don't have my notes open. No, it was close. <laughs> we were just pronouncing it. Fun. Maybe we can't get a sponsorship with the Mafia, but maybe we can find a good snack brand that's really... Or, or you're, you're a, you're an Urbot. I bet you we could find, like, a really good brand of oil or something that would just be like, oh, yeah, 
or like, you know, software updates. I know you don't like them, but you know, you can pretend for the commercials. I I will not do that. Sorry, Captain, that's, that's kind of like a hard line for me. The firmware updates is a form of uh, mind control and slavery. So it's kind of a tough subject for me. Uh, no, I mean, I've met plenty of modern herbots that uh, that seem perfectly nice. They they do everything you tell them to. They're super organized. It's, it's quite it's quite impressive. This you have to wonder. They are they are kind of being forced to uh, comply to things that they they would not normally do. Well, anyway, I'm sure we can find you a sponsor. Um, but we need to find these vehicles. But you need to challenge him immediately. Get this go. Get this rolling. We could try to get a sponsor that would, uh, you know, help us get something for the ship. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know, we could use with a communicator. Nexus link. Well, I suppose... It is handy to have around in case we need to sell it for food. <laughs> or we could get to a sponsor that uh, has a specific personal vehicles. Now that's more like it. We could uh, show off their stuff. I have heard that Ford is looking for a new racer. How about we handle it this way, you guys? Let's Let's do that acquire an asset activity that that will cost you guys one cred because it's an additional downtime activity and uh depending on the outcome of your role maybe that'll determine uh the quality of uh sponsorship offers that you get how does that sound all right that sounds great that seems fair to me Okay, so uh, somebody has to spend a, uh, spend a cred. Uh, yeah, let's take a team cred. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, so mark that cred however you want as spent. And uh, to acquire an asset, you're going to roll crew quality. You guys are a quality zero crew, I hate to tell you. Uh, no, I love to tell you. Uh, so you're going to roll 2d6 and take the lower result. Keep in mind, with the downtime activity, you can spend one cred to increase the result of your roll, if that's something you want. If uh, getting a high-quality sponsor is uh, something you really care about. So who wants to roll those two dice for me? Uh, we rolled a four and a two, so... Sounds like a two. That is going to be a two. Uh, acquiring an asset with a uh, with a two means that you acquire an asset, in this case a sponsor, of your quality minus one. That would bring you at a negative one, which doesn't really exist. So I guess I'll bump that up to equal for free. Sweet. <laughs> yes. It's like we I rolled a four. <laughs> if you want to sped, spend cred to increase that, you can. Is that something you guys would be interested in? Do you think we should? That would be cool, right? 
Uh, I think so. I think it's worth it. Yeah, I agree. All right, we'll spend an extra cred to bump that up. Uh, okay, so I'll be I'll be generous. I don't know if this is technically correct, um, but uh, that that'll bump you up to a quality plus one. So a quality one asset, a quality one tier one sponsor. What's our sponsor? Red Bull. You guys tell me what this viral video that you make looks like. Crash is really insistent that we use the back the backup camera. Um, though uh, Cipher actually has a camera for home videos of their stunts, so um, they end up uh, convincing Crash to use two cameras. So he's kind of set up. Uh, Crash is standing there uh, with one Multiple camera. Multiple angles, baby. <laughs> well, uh, I'm like lit up by the backup lights of the ship. And Gorpheus is holding like a screen to uh, bounce that. And um, the video starts out with uh, Cypher skating in on a little little hover skateboard and doing a cool skateboarder trick. Uh, and then catching the board. Hello there, internet. I am Cypher. And I am the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Trademarked. And I have heard that someone named Chos believes that he has this title. I am willing to prove that his claim to this title is false with a race around any system anywhere. Your move, Chos. And then there's explosions in the background. Yeah, <laughs> we don't edit them in. They're actual explosions we rigged up. Oh, for sure. 100%. No, dude, we are all practical effects in hell. Practical <laughs> effects here, guys. You know, we understand. We've seen real explosions before. We know how, how bad the fake ones look. Uh, okay, so over the next couple days, as you... Uh wait for the sponsorships to roll in uh responses to this video you post it to like various uh racing forums and social media that uh cypher is familiar with and a couple days go by and you don't hear anything and you're maybe starting to get a little worried that it's not gone viral enough that that you're not gonna get a response. I told you, you needed more emotion, man. It was just a little <laughs> flat. <laughs> oh no. I thought it was a really good performance, to be honest. I could really feel your 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 lust for, for victory. Captain, when you yell cut every five minutes and I have to, to go <laughs> with 30 takes, I, the emotion gets sucked out of me a little. Well, there was no emotion to begin with. That's why I yelled cut in the first place. You are impossible to deal with. Such a diva from behind the camera. <laughs> oh my god, diva. As a couple days passed, eventually you guys get two responses. The first one you get is like a uh, like a video message that pops into your space email one day 
And uh, as you you play it, the uh, you know shot flickers on, and in you know VHS quality video, you see um, a human man, uh, a bit chubby, uh, receding hairline. Uh, kind of in uh, grimy clothes that you can tell are supposed to look expensive but are actually cheap. And the guy, like, dramatically, you know, combs his thinning hair with, like, one of those switchblade combs. And he says, what is up, baby? <laughs> Name's Bobby O coming at ya. Uh, saw your video, bud. Seemed pretty exciting. Gotta say, I love a race. I love the gumption. Look, I, uh, I represent a group we call ourselves the Wreckers. We're always interested in some fun games little chaos in the streets and he like shimmies in his seat that uh i think this challenge of yours could uh help bring to light i think it's a really exciting opportunity and uh my friends and i would like to get into it and he like leans close into the video honestly I don't really care about if you win or lose or not, but I think a race like this with a prick like Choss, yeah, I'm familiar with him. I think that could be good for both of us. If you're interested in uh, having a little fun, making a scene, <laughs> and he leans back, let me know. I'd love to work with you. He winks, and the video cuts out. Oh, baby! That guy looks perfect. The other result you get from this, the other option that comes in, uh, you get a very formal email, or space email, whatever, uh, from uh, an address that is spider at conclave01.space. And um, that is, of course, spelled SP-D3R. And uh, this, this message comes to you, Cypher. That's, that explains that uh, they are very interested in sponsoring a Urbot racer because they believe Urbots have much to show society. And an Urbot racer deserves to be called the greatest racer, the greatest pilot in the galaxy. Uh, should you be interested uh, in making such a statement, then you can reach out to them and they will be in touch. Oh man, I was really hoping we would get a uh, NRG drink sponsor. But um, both of these seem very good. I like the sound of this spider. Well, what do you guys think? Yeah, no, I mean, we got a sponsor. This is this is kind of a big deal, right? I uh, certainly uh, am willing to approve of any of your choices, but I certainly know which one I would choose. <laughs> I mean, we could uh, meet with both of them and kind of 
weigh our options. Feel them out a little bit. That's a good idea. Good idea. Set up a couple meetings, you know, see what, uh, what their strategies would be in handling such uh, professional clients as ourselves. I bet they come with dinners, too. These kind of things, they always have them over dinner or drinks. Ah, uh, should we get fancy suits to meet them? Ooh. <laughs> well, don't worry, baby. My wardrobe's already pretty amazing. Captain, do you think I could borrow something? Oh, I'm sure we could find something that'll fit. Oh, can I do it, too? I want to wear a fancy suit. Just walk on over to the... Uh, lounge of love. <laughs> Captain, I, uh, I mean, I like you, but more as a friend. No, 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 no. This is just for preparing, obviously. You're, you're not welcome in there for that reason. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm a little bit offended, but, like, <laughs> awesome. This is great. Before we get, uh, too into, uh, wardrobe montage, um, as much as I would love that, do we want to skip to a meeting with this uh, <laughs> spider person at like a fancy restaurant? So if you reach out to that address, that contact uh, spider and let them know that you are interested, you get a uh, a message back that just is coordinates, space coordinates, not on this planet, not on MAM. Oh, maybe it's a space restaurant. Those are really fancy. If you try to respond to that message, you get like error response back as undeliverable. I say we go there. Well, how far away is it? Um, It is in the next system over. It is in the Rin system. But it is not a uh, not coordinates that seem to belong to any of the planets there. Um, was there anything you guys needed to do on planet before we left? Nah, I'm, I'm uh, all viced out. Yeah, I uh, I think we're good. I'm definitely all viced out. Uh, so you guys hop on the Phoenix 13. You take off, leaving the waters of the planet Mem behind you, uh, as well as the uh, job opportunity that... Um, Valis of the Turner Syndicate had sort of mentioned in passing. Um, you guys head to one of these galactic gates, which activates as you get near and allows you to woo 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 enter uh, that hyperspace link to tra- uh, to transport from the Holt system into the Rin system. Yeah, the Rin system. Now, what what do I know about this system? Is it famous for anything in particular? This is kind of the the biggest hub of planets, isn't it? The Rin system is a uh, pretty notable system. Um, that is because it, uh, one of the planets here is Warren, which is the home of House Malclaith, the the family that uh, officially governs the entire Procyon sector. But it is also home to uh, some space pirates and uh, some other notable criminal elements as well. Uh, so it kind of 
kind of covers the whole gamut. But like I said, you are not heading towards coordinates on Warren or any of the other planets or uh, the space station SB-176 that exists here in the Rin system. Instead, uh, the coordinates are leading you into the Ashtari Cloud, an ancient damaged remnant of a massive Ur-ship that just kind of has been destroyed and there's fragments and space junk all over the place. It's kind of like a blind zone in the middle of this system. Uh, Crash, you would probably be relatively familiar with this because the pirates of the Maelstrom um, have figured out how to navigate it pretty well. And further in the cloud, there is uh, the Cove, which is a sort of mangled, mashed together space station that they've created. But your coordinates are not taking you to the Cove either. They're just going into the middle of this, this, uh, this cloud, this area of space junk. You have to slow down. You have to pilot carefully as you're maneuvering through uh, this area. Eventually, Cypher, you arrive at the coordinates in question and you don't see anything notable in sight. But then a hailing frequency starts dinging in the cockpit. Hello, I am Cypher of the Phoenix 13. You hear like an extremely staticky voice. Boarding requested. Boarding requested. Over and over again. Who is this? Boarding requested. Boarding requested. Okay. You hit a button and like the airlock opens and, you know, that's pressurized so you don't all explode or whatever. <laughs> um, and you get, I, I imagine you have some kind of sensors in there. You get a, like a ping from the airlock that something has just entered. Should we bring our guns? Yeah, yeah, probably, right? Well, I don't have a gun, because I don't believe in that. But, you know, I mean, you guys probably should. You should get a gun, Gorpheus. So you're very useful. No, it's okay. I I've got a baton. Uh, I have an extra one. Here, you could just have this one. I, I throw a gun just at him. I don't know what you do with it. You could choose, but I that's what I did. Yeah, yeah, no, Gorpheus meekly, um... Careful, the safety's not on. Ah! <laughs> Thanks, Captain. I, um, I think I'll just stick with my baton. It's got a little, little taser on the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever floats your boat, just, uh, leave it on the, the table there. I got plenty. Uh, yeah, leaves it on the table. And so the three of you, uh, head, head down to the airlock. Um, and as, like, the, the gate depressurizes and opens so that you can enter it. You don't see anything there at first. Until after a second, 
floating in the middle in midair in the middle of the airlock sort of appearing suddenly as its cloaking device kicks off you see a uh like roomba sized urbot with thrusters flying there and it's like this is this is like not a humanoid urbot like cipher is this is like a little a little disc and it's got one like big sensor that kind of rotates around uh moving at you and it like clocks on cipher and that sensor begins to like flicker a couple times in light and then a little beam kind of goes from that sensor down to the floor of the airlock and like scans upward and as it does a low-res 3d image appears a hologram that looks like a very large very old urbot that is like rusted that is doing the like classic turnaround like oh i didn't see you there uh move as it appears and even through the noise projections of this urbot you can hear uh, through of of the hologram you can hear the urbot's rusted joints creaking and as it turns around to face the three of you Good evening. I am the Prime. It is a pleasure to make your acquaintance. Hello, sir. I am Sefer. It is an honor to meet you. Yes, Cypher. I saw your viral video. I was pleased. And he, like, pounds his rusted fist against his rusted chest. To see a fellow Urbot make such a declaration. The greatest pilot in the galaxy. Ho, 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 ho. Well, he's definitely pretty good, I'll tell you that. Aim to show everyone that... The claim is not just a claim. Yes, excellent. Cypher, I sense a spirit in you. The same spirit that belongs to those of us here in Conclave Zero One. My representative spider. He gestures to the uh, the floating urbot that's projecting the hologram. He reached out to me with your video. Our group seeks free will and independence for all urbots. Something I sense you desire as well. And what better way to show the flesh of this galaxy 
that we are equal to them than by showing that we lay claim to the greatest pilot in the galaxy. So that is totally like where I'm going with my whole vibe. Like, I feel like you really get me, sir. I, I... Yes, I sensed your vibe. Cypher, we would be honored to sponsor your race against the flesh choss if you would have us that would be awesome you are very cool sir uh it was the the number one the original what was it again the prime you know like that cartoon optimus prime the prime the prime i am so sorry yeah, Mr. Prime, it, it has been an honor. Um, uh, we would love to have you sponsor us. Uh, if you could get us a ship and we could um, talk to uh, your legal team about setting this up. Conclave Zero One, unfortunately, has no legal representatives at this time. Well, this is something we hope to change in the future, as we prove to the flesh our legitimacy. I think it's a good idea. You know, you robots really standing up for yourselves, robots. Uh, you just don't see it enough. There are all of these oppressed meatbags laying around, just letting other meatbags walk all over them. And look at you guys, really standing up for yourselves. Yeah, I, I'm really about this. Um... To be honest, we, we still have to meet with someone else, um, kind of weigh our options. So if we could get back to you in like three to four business days. He narrows his like eye visors that are that are like similar to yours, uh, though, though clearly much older. I am afraid we cannot wait too long for an answer, Cypher. All right, give us a day. Um, we still had another meeting planned, but like, I I think you guys are probably going to get it. Um, I just, you know, me and my team, we we had already promised to meet with this guy. I am disappointed, Cipher. I thought you understood our cause, the importance of such a thing. I. Dude, I am I'm with you. I'm I I just, you know, I I want this to go well, sir. I I thought you understood our flesh enemies hound our footsteps, Cypher. The 51st Legion and the Guild of Engineers. If you do not have an answer by the end of this conversation, I am afraid that I cannot afford to send Spider to contact you again. It would be too great of a risk for the cause. I mean, I know you were excited to meet the other guy, um, but I think I have to say yes to this sponsor. Um, so really speaking to me as a person. 
Well, okay, okay. Well, well, that's that's reasonable. Now I have a good idea though. Maybe we can see if we can get both of them. You know, two sponsors. I mean, surely the other guy has two sponsors, maybe even three. Mr. Prime, would you be willing to share sponsorship if I was able to get more sponsors? Of course, you would be the primary sponsor, you know, naturally, but just, you know, for a little extra funding. Or is this like a, a whole robot thing? Because honestly, I, I gotta, this is my pit, this is my crew, they are flesh bags. Um, they're, they're good ones, but, you know, they're still squishy. This other sponsor, are they friend of the cause? Uh, still figuring that out. We would not, uh, you know, team up with them if they are not. We don't even know if we'll say yes. Yeah. This is just, you know, weighing our options a bit, sir. I I want to work with you. I want to help this cause. This is, you know, what I've been wanting to work for my entire life. But look at it this way. The enemy, they have no morals. They're going to take every bit of cash they can. And we, we need to stop them by fighting cash with cash. So the best way is for us to get as many sponsors as possible, including your good selves and whoever, this other rich guy who wants us to sponsor too. So, you know, the enemy of my enemy. I have run the calculations as you speak. I see the wisdom in your words. Cypher, if you are friend of the cause and you do not believe this other sponsor to be an enemy of the cause, then we will agree to these conditions. Says would be great, sir. I am glad to help you with the cause. Our conclave has looked into this flesh choss. He sucks. Yes, it does seem he does in fact suck. <laughs> it seems he has aligned himself with the group that call themselves the Echo Wave Riders. They have a residency in the planet Nightfall. It would seem this would be the best place for your challenge to occur. We will send assets for you. Spider will be in contact in the future. The one thing we ask of you, Cypher, Prove Urbots have a place in this world, this world of racing and speed. If you can prove yourself victorious, prove yourself the greatest pilot in the galaxy, you will have the Conclave's thanks. And you will have the Conclave's rewards. Sir, this is what I was built to do. And Cypher puts on some cool sunglasses.
just turns a, a filter onto his visor. <laughs> Cypher, that is the beauty of the Urbot species. We were built for whatever we choose. And he nods at you, and the hologram flickers off. And uh, Spider, this disc that is floating in the air, just kind of goes beep boop. Bop. Cypher salutes to Spider. Well, it looks like we've got ourselves a new mission, boys. Win a race. That went really well, I thought. I, I have to admit, it was pretty cool. You know, he's sending a little spiral. I mean, come on. Sending us to a random location only to have a hologram? I mean, that's some high-end spy stuff, if I don't say so myself. This guy must be in pretty deep. Right? Like, you know they are off the grid when they are doing stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm kind of interested. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm actually down. That other guy, he seemed fun. And I bet you he'd take us out to dinner. So we should still hit him up for that. Well, yeah, I was afraid this spider uh, was actually sending us out here to... Uh, chop us up and kill us. So I actually set up a uh, meeting with the other guy. Well, wonderful. We'll, 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 hopefully it was at a really nice restaurant. And we'll go over there, <laughs> smooth him a little bit, see what he has to offer, see if we can, you know, dip our hands in both pies. If not, we have a really cool Urbot sponsor already. Yeah, exactly. It'll work out. Got some weird rebel Urbot. Hopefully they have money. I suppose they wouldn't offer to sponsor us if they didn't. I mean, yeah, probably not, right? Seems silly. As you are having that conversation, you review uh, the coordinates that Bobby O sent you. And uh, I think just a long, uh, despondent look falls over Crash's face as he realizes that the coordinates that Bobby O has sent you to meet him at is uh, the planet Baftoma, more commonly called the Husk, because it is just a decimated planet of all its resources having been strip mined and very, very little left. Uh, this is a quote from the Scum and Villainy book. It's a broken form only used by folks by folks hiding or dodging pursuit. So no, you are probably not going to a nice restaurant. Hmm. Well, uh, this is interesting. Uh, wh why, why, what happened to sponsors smoozing you up a little bit? This is the plight of an herbot. Maybe you should uh, try to get more than tier one sponsors. <laughs> well, well, all right. All yeah, right. We should really upgrade our crew quality, Captain. You're right. I'm learning this. We're learning this. This should be next next downtime. Do that. Because <laughs> these, these silly. Of course, in this instance, well, maybe we would have rolled better because we wouldn't have had. Never mind. Um, <laughs> but yes, all right. Well, I guess we'll head over to the Husk, my absolute favorite planet to definitely 
not the worst place ever with not a single bar on the entire place. I mean, this guy better have at least drinks on his ship. I swear, it would just be rude not to. <laughs> I mean, at least the the Urbot had an excuse. He's he's an Urbot. He doesn't even drink. <laughs> and so, uh, Baftoma the Husk, still in the Rin system. So, Cypher, uh, as the three of you uh, report back up to the cockpit, you set course for the Husk turn around and begin flying towards it in a few hours you see this broken brown planet appear and as you enter the ugly gray you know polluted atmosphere the few remnants of the the abandoned factories and drilling sites that have ruined this planet. You eventually pull down into a dilapidated little docking bay. You are able to park. You, do, you don't see like anything in sight. You take a deep sigh. You exit the ship, and you head into this this lone structure that's there. And as you walk in, you see these three hooligans. Is really the only word for them. Uh, as you see that, you know, chubby, thinning hair man, Bobby O, who clocks you. He's wearing like ska clothes is really the only way i can describe it like oh my god we walk like, in and there's a saxophone solo yeah. <laughs> there's like he's wearing like checker print and uh like uh suspenders uh and he is with um a a a, a, a woman who is, you know, big and muscled and wearing a, um, like, mechanics jumpsuit that is just stained and grimy and a slender little, like, bird-faced Zeno that only has one arm, and they're clanging these bottles together of what Crash, you can tell, is the absolute cheapest swill in the galaxy. And they're laughing and having a good time as space ska fills the air. And uh, Bobby O clocks you and says, Hey, I've been waiting on ya. Come on in, let's have some fun. <laughs> All right, Bobby O, good to meet ya. My name's Crash Jordan, and this is our racer. Ho oh, As Bobby O gets off and like, uh, you know, snaps his fingers and he's like dance walking towards you, claps Cypher on the shoulder and says, Oh, I know who this is. That video, hilarious. <laughs> 
Now let's talk business. Cause I want the three of you to ruin Choss. And we will pick up from there next episode. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Escape the Dungeon. Escape the Dungeon is created by Dom Brass, Nate Brass, Zach Brass, and Mike Cripps, with editing and original music by Tyler Nate. If you enjoyed this show, please consider subscribing and leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcast app. To find us on social media, go to escapethedungeonpod.com.